DCUFM Newswire. A plan to close up to 80 post offices has been described as a serious blow to communities around Ireland, but should on post not get with the times? Ned O'Hara from the Irish Postmasters Union joins me now. Ned, how are you? Not too bad, Tom. Thanks for having me on. That's good to hear. Now, you said the plan is a serious blow, but is the post service not kind of behind the times? Well, it depends. It's behind the times for some people, but 1.7 million people still use us every week. Uh, we provide a lot of services to communities, and that's both urban communities, like in Dublin as well as around the country. Like there are communities in Dublin that use the post office, and the people who use the post office tell us that they want more services in the post office. So, for instance, we would have collected 500,000 signatures from people who use the post office looking for more services through the post offices and given it to the Minister for Communications. And last year, in an online poll on the journal.ie, which isn't your normal uh, media outlet, if you like, for what would be seen as, as post office users, but 82% of people in a 7,500 sample said that they wanted more service in the post offices. So there is a demand there for far more services. And postmasters are contractors and haven't got the say in what services they provide. They depend on either on post or the government to give us services that we can sell to customers. Bobby Kerr has this plan to close. It's At the moment it's 80, but there's questions of whether it'll go to 100, 150, 200, and it'll just spiral out of control after that. Is it a matter of principle to stop it first and nip it in the bud? I think those questions uh, above 80 comes not from Bobby Kerr, but from, I think, from a report that McKinsey's are doing for on post. McKinsey's are an international consulting firm. Yeah, there was fears that it would yeah. spiral Bobby out of control. Bobby Kerr, as you know, chaired the post office renewal board. He came in he was asked by the government to examine the post office network using his experience as a retailer. He came in and he examined the situation. He reported on the situation about a year ago and then was asked to prepare a number of recommendations to be implemented. Now, those recommendations constituted a comprehensive plan for the post office network for the next four or five years and included um, looking at where post offices should and shouldn't be at the moment, what happens when a postmaster retires is that post office is likely to be closed. Perhaps it shouldn't be closed. Perhaps it should. But what we, what would be looked at in the context of an overall plan is if there's 1,054 or 1,075 post offices in the country, that perhaps we, we have some in the wrong places that we could do it out. And perhaps there are some in other places that we could open new post offices. So it was, it was in that context that he was talking about closures. The closures being proposed by Unpost or by McKinsey's reporting for Unpost is a... Is a in the order of hundreds. And our view of that is that McKinsey's can come in and report on the postal service and whether it's viable or not viable or whether it needs to be uh, restructured. But like they shouldn't be asked to, or shouldn't, a consequence of that work should not be the redesign of the face of rural Ireland. That's not their brief. Their brief in relation to rural Ireland lies with the people of Ireland. The post office network is owned by the people of Ireland and we consider it to be a national asset. Now, Bobby Kerr's plan saw investment into that asset. If you have a valuable asset, you invest in it. And he recommended appropriate investment over a three to four or five-year period, sorry, a four-year period, and recommended a number of additional services, both government services, financial services, and social services. Now, social services don't fit within the commercial remit of Unpost because they have a commercial remit. And uh, the chief executive of Unpost yesterday said that social services are not commercial so they're not worth doing now the people that we serve feel that those services are worth doing so there's a role there for government i think in deciding what 
services are provided through its own post office network or through the People's Post Office network even. We we hear of this McKinsey's report and Bobby Kerr's opinion. Should we not really speak to the people and see what the people want? Yes, and we have we have done that. Like we have done research in towns around Ireland of a population of about eight hundred people, where the Garda station has been closed down and the bank has left, and the post office is usually the last uh, not commercial outlet, but the last uh, financial outlet left in the town, if you like. Now, if the post office is closed in those towns, the shop closes. And the, the 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 yardstick been used by a post is 15 kilometres, which is about 10 miles. At 10 miles to the country, if you haven't got a car, you either get up on your bike or you get a bus. There's generally no buses. Now, it might find, sound fine on paper, like 15 kilometres, that's fine. We'll have a post office every 15 kilometres. But that's 10 miles. That does sound pretty, I don't know... Uh over the top it, for somebody I, I know I live in Dublin myself I'm trying to see this from uh, a, a rural perspective it does seem like a lot to ask somebody to travel possibly like five miles in either direction or ten miles in either direction just to and go if and post you want, a letter then, what happens is if the post office goes it usually or a lot of times the shop associated with the shop goes so if you want a pint of milk or a loaf of bread you then have to go five miles one way or five miles the other way or eight miles one way or eight miles the other way We've lost about 800 post offices since 1992 in an article by the Irish Times yesterday says and that the people in Ireland tell us they want more services in the post office. What kind of services could we introduce? Well, there's a variety of services, but like we have done some research. We could do, and we, we currently don't do, we could accept all government payments, including all payments for the HSE, the Central Applications Office, third level registration, you'd be familiar with that, all fines, parking, court fines, all licences. You can buy some licence in the post office at the moment. A big one was identity verification for official documentation. So if you want your passport, you have to go to a guard station, which could be 15 miles away. It would have suggested that postmasters could become peace commissioners and do that identity verification locally. We should and could supply all uh, government forms rather than have them printed off and put into warehouses. They could be printed on demand with the, today's technology in post offices. We can provide information services for tourism, for uh, research, into, in the genealogical research, if you like. We do it unpaid at the moment. If a, if a tourist comes from America to an area, where did so-and-so live, all this type of stuff. We could maintain the electoral register. We could do counter transactions for all the commercial banks. More futuristic, if you like, with today's technology, we can do remote health checks. <coughs> we could do a prescription drop-off point, although there are some issues there in relation to handing over prescriptions. We could be a local transport hub. We can provide technology training. Some people said to us in our research that technology training or, or um, internet, information and communication types of technology, ICT, that's the adult literacy issue of the moment. And a lot of people want and need that type of uh, training around the country. We could be community internet. Uh, we can be learning, as I said, for ICT. We can be information points. Like there's loads of things we can do, loads of things. And like we haven't got postmasters can't decide what services they provide. It depends on government and our on post to give us those services. People will use us if we have the services. Speaking of new services, there's uh, the parcel collection service that is recently enough yes, being yes, uh, yeah. being introduced is pretty successful. It's pretty successful, yeah. But there are and recently the lottery now. The lottery hadn't been available in all post offices up to this, and I know there are issues uh, around the lottery, but having said that, the lottery 
provides uh, a lot of money to rural Ireland and to Ireland in particular in relation to the, the causes it supports. Interesting debate. Anyway, um, I'd like to see what Minister De- Dennis Nocton has to say about this in the short term and the long term. Uh, Miss, uh, <laughs> Mr. Ned O'Hara, thanks very much for talking to me.